Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Pastor Steve Kramer, radio preacher for Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Our reading for today is the David and Goliath story, chapter 17. The Philistines now mustered their army for battle and camped between Soko and Judah and Ezekiah and Ephstamim. Saul countered by gathering his Israelite troops near the valley of Elah. So the Philistines and Israelites faced each other on opposite hills with the valley between them. And then Goliath, a Philistine champion from Gath, came out of the Philistine ranks to face the forces of Israel. He was over nine feet tall. He wore a bronze helmet, and his bronze coat of mail weighed 125 pounds. He wore bronze leg armor, and he carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. The shaft of the spear weighed 15 pounds. His armor bearer walked ahead of him carrying a shield, and Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across to the Israelites, Why are you all coming out to fight? I am the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. When Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken. And for 40 days, every morning and evening, that Philistine champion strutted in front of the Israelite army. Things looked bad. But then long comes David. And you know the rest of the story, don't you? What is it about this story that so captures our imaginations? I would guess that everyone likes underdog stories. The little guy wins. There's so much more to this, though, than meets the eye we, that we need to consider and take to heart as God's people. As we read the story, keep in mind that earlier on, David's been anointed secretly as the king of Israel by the prophet Samuel. And from that day forward, the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David. And just a few verses later, we're told that the Lord is with David. That's important to remember as we look at the day's story. So David is anointed king, but Saul is still the king. And how's this change going to come about for David to become king? God knows, as we see. King Saul's falling apart, an evil spirit has come upon him. He has a terrible out-of-control temper now, and he's constantly paranoid. And we see he can't do his job anymore either as he's faced by Goliath and those Philistines. He's paralyzed with fear, and this is a crisis for Israel. How will they survive? No one would go face Goliath for fear of getting killed by this giant. Not even Saul, who stood a head taller than most in Israel and was a mighty warrior himself. For 40 days this happened, and no one went forward. Everyone shook with fear at the thought of facing this guy. And then along comes David. And you know the rest of the story. When he hears these insults being thrown by this pagan, he says, I'll go. If the Lord can help me win battles with bears and lions in my shepherding work, he'll help me win this battle against this Philistine. He was indignant for God and for the armies of God. So how can he talk so confidently? Well, remember, David had a promise from God that he would be the next king, and he trusted that promise. He knew God wouldn't let him lose his life. 
David had what you would call a God-saturated mindset. He focused on God's power, not Goliath's power. Of course, the rest of the story, little David runs at Goliath with a slingshot and lets that rock fly and sinks old, brings old Goliath to his knees with a, a stone in his forehead, and David wins, and the Philistines flee, and everyone's amazed, and now David's suddenly thrown into the spotlight as a national hero. It's the turning point in the story of Saul and David. Now he's established in Saul's court and looked up to by all the people. In reality, Saul's on his way out and David is on his way in to be king. The plan that God had is set in motion. You see, this is more than a David story or a Goliath story. It's a God story. God's at work here. The Lord was with David. God's sovereignty, his promises and judgments are being carried out behind the scenes. His will is being done. His presence and actions are at work behind all these noisy human happenings that seem to capture our attention more than this reality that God is at work. Pastor Eugene Peterson makes this comment. The only person fully in touch that day with reality in the Valley of Elah was David. Reality is made up mostly of what we cannot see. This human life is mostly a matter of what never gets reported in the newspapers. Only a God-saturated as opposed to a Goliath-saturated mind can account for what made holy history that day in the Valley of Elah. How true. As I read this narrative, I can't help but be reminded of one who comes in the future who is referred to as the son of David. He went into battle with the power of sin and evil and death in the name of the Lord of hosts, and he too looked totally overwhelmed and defeated at the cross, but he emerged victorious, didn't he? God's will again was done to save us. And I'm also reminded that the story's not over. God is still at work and has a last word over this world. As sin-sick and out of control as it may seem some days, God's will will be done. He's at work. So may we as his people live out these days with God-saturated minds. Amen. You can hear more from Pastor Steve Kramer on the CC broadcast at ChristianCrusaders.org. Thanks for listening to The Daily Dose, a partnership between three ministries. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 99th annual conference runs between Saturday, July 25th and Saturday, August 21st. See cedarfallsbibleconference.com for more information. Second is Christian Crusaders, which, in addition to this podcast, hosts a weekly radio broadcast and another podcast featuring conversations with inspiring Christians. And third is Fresh Wind Ministries, the spiritual care arm of Western Home Communities. Find more information about them at Freshwind Ministries on YouTube or Freshwind Worship on Facebook. Please see our show notes for web links to these ministries. If this broadcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries listed above. Thanks again for listening, and may God richly bless you.